0: uh uh-huh. Alfonso Mendoza, host of the My Ed Tech Life podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com.
1: Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm focused on creativity and coding with Scratch and ScratchFoundation.org. Francisco Cervantes is the director of creative learning of the Scratch Foundation, and you are are going to learn some really cool stuff about coding thanks for listening and by the way before you go it would be so cool if you would share this episode with your friends your family your colleagues your neighbors everybody could you do that for me that would be so awesome thanks for listening thanks for joining in enjoy the show
0: It's the Education Podcast, your favorite show With lots of groovy guests and they share what they know So crank it up to 10 and let your neighbors know
1: That here's another show with Dr. Steve Milletto, teaching, learning, leading K-12 Teaching, learning, leading K-12 Teaching, learning, leading K-12 Ah Francisco Cervantes has extensive experience researching, designing, and implementing educational resources in K-12 computer science. Before joining the Scratch Foundation, Francisco served as the director of high school, uh, middle school, computer science academics for New York City Department of Education's CS4ALL team, and earlier as a researcher with EDC's Center for Children and Technology. Francisco worked closely with Scratch Ed's Creative Computing uh, Curriculum Guide while in these roles where he investigated how teachers designed learning experiences in computing education. He later worked with rural and tribal schools in Minnesota to build K-12 CS programs that support underrepresented students in computing. Francisco is a California native and holds an M.A. in educational leadership, politics, and advocacy from New York University and a B.S. in electrical engineering from the University of California, Santa Barbara. His research interests include the development of computational fluency in young learners and the use of formal assessments in design-based learning environments. In his spare time, Francisco enjoys skateboarding and playing soccer. A note about Scratch, Scratch has become the world's largest coding community for kids. In the past year alone, more than 200 million children interacted with Scratch. francisco thanks for joining me today and say hi to everyone
0: hello thanks for having me today i'm super excited to be here well
1: it's exciting to have you here and i appreciate you uh, joining me and before we go any further i got a couple things i gotta ask you about and number
0: one thing i gotta ask you is, so you're a skateboarder huh i grew up skateboarding in san diego it's a year-round sport in san diego and so um i uh, uh just loved um kind of the different places where it took me um i think one of the fun things about skateboarding is that you eventually walk by later on by a set a staircase or a, a wall and you realize oh i could jump that nice. or like oh that'd be perfect to do a trick so you kind of develop this lens um for skateboarding and i think to me i equate it with like a, a lens for computing uh, you look at a stoplight and you're like oh i wonder how that will look like or um i grew up with with chevy impalas on, on the west coast so it's like oh the, the the lights on the taillights of impala how are they programmed to do that you know they have a Back in the day, they kind of turn on and sequence and stuff. And so, yeah, I think it's a similar to developing a lens for computing and developing a lens for skateboarding.
1: That's cool that you went there, because that's what I was kind of thinking about, was that uh, I I had my time with skateboarding. I would never call me a skateboarder. I would call more like a skatefaller
0: or something like that. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you have to learn how to fall, um, <laughs> yes. right? In skateboarding, you can't just fall face first, and you can't just stick your, your hands up, <laughs> because then you just grind. You have to kind of roll with it. And I think similarly with computing you have to learn how to fail you have to learn how to come back from it you know and it's not about you're not going to break scratch but you always don't want your when you fail your program to fail to break everything around it or hurt you um if it's a robot yeah
1: that's <laughs> nice this is this is cool because you're, you're going in cool directions that uh this is, i'm gonna love this talk so uh you know uh, uh before we go any further because uh, you, you got all this Stuff in your background. You're an electrical engineer. You 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 got all this stuff that deals with technology and things. Yeah, where did all that interest come from? Where'd your interest in computers and technology come from? I mean, why did Francisco say I like doing
0: this? a lot of, I think, my family, my um, grandpa had a factory in, in Mexico City, my my dad is an electrical engineer, um, my mom is a teacher, and principal is a combination of the two, but I previously also worked as a researcher um, with the MIT uh, Media Lab Group, and Mitch Resnick, um, Karen Brennan was a PhD student at the time, now at Harper's Graduate School of Education, and that was my first introduction to the Scratch team, and so I wanted to have more of an active role and contribute to the field um, from a leadership point of view, and so that's kind of grown um, since then, and so I but. Initially, I began um, designing, implementing programs, and working closely with teachers. And so, um, I think it was uh, kind of like one of the one of the ways I can pinpoint it is that I used to um, coordinate large outreach programs in Santa Barbara, um, reaching out to local community and and. And uh, kids and inviting them to join kind of STEM spaces and uh, um, and then in that space I was just realizing oh what is this curriculum what is education what is this goes beyond that um, and I developed a uh, presentation on the uh, math and science behind hip hop music and at that point I was like oh like math and science can be topics can be taught from any point of view and and it's not just the topic it's how you do it and and so I think that has grown into my love for scratch and, and not just the product but how it's used and how we. Support educators
1: um, in their practice. This is cool, and uh, just as a note, man, you're—you uh, know—one of the things we're going to get into in a minute is talking about creativity and stuff like this. And I think you're fitting right in the right place because there's there's a lot of cool stuff happening there. That's that's awesome. I, you know, so you're the director of creative learning for the Scratch Foundation. I mean, could you tell us what the Scratch Foundation is and what you do as the director of creative learning?
0: um yeah so uh the scratch group and the scratch team um came out of a lifelong kindergartner group and uh and MIT, at MIT media lab and um recently we moved into our own um foundation our own space our orga- organizational structure and part of that is because scratch has grown tremendously like um in in the past year alone more than 200 million children interacted with scratch and so it was scratch was initially developed by the by the MIT's LLK group, and and so now the, um, the LLK is focused on developing new way um, for creative learning to occur, and then really they they pass this great mission and of of Scratch and and products to our foundation to grow those creative learning ideas um, and further engage with students, and so that could have sometimes means traveling around the world and seeing how Scratch is used in, in pockets of the world. It could also mean having really intense conversations about what we're observing and learning and how we're supporting that, and so. Part of my team with the creative learning uh, is to um, think about how we're engaging our online community um, through our studios and special events, and then how do we support our community of practice, whether it be a a scratch conference, implementing a scratch day, um, a workshop uh, and, and what, what are we, what can we learn from that? How can further provide more opportunities in either a learning, creating a learning resource, a guide, uh, and, 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 and such. And so that's a lot of my creative learning team does is really not thinking about, um, just what the tool is, but how it's used in its different settings. That's
1: cool. The, uh, you know, and something you've talked about that I want to make sure that, uh, I get to is that we're, we're skirting around the issue, but you've, We've mentioned that word creativity and coding um, several times here. And coding and creativity are sometimes viewed as two separate, very separate pursuits, as different as a left brain and right brain. What's Scratch's Mm -hmm. philosophy to
0: creative coding? Yeah, I think Scratch brings awareness to its global access uh, to creative coding through partnerships with communities that work with children. And I think a lot of that work is... um, Working with marginalized communities and having equal access and opportunity um, to learn creative coding, and so with Scratch, um, the online editor, you don't need uh, any background in, in computing. You can um, begin tinkering, exploring, experimenting with a project based off your own passion, your own ideas, um, something that you want to share with, with friends and your peers. And so uh, that's a lot of the um, what what Scratch can provide is is kind of a an opportunity to learn something about um, new in, in whether be coding whether it be art but also hopefully learn something about yourself um in that process and and that i think can only be or a lot of times uh, we feel the best way to do that is when you're making around things that you want to do um right and so sometimes um and i've worked with kids in the past and and young people and if you um if it's not fun um and it does involve other people um they probably don't want to do it right and so how do we um build off those ideas and passions and and i think scratch is a great medium a form of expression um it's uh and if a tool that you can um, connect with somebody else around the world and and share something that's really meaningful to you. And, and I think not just stop there, but like them passing it back to you, growing from there, um, riffing off of it, um, remixing it, building uh, re- those ideas. And, and I think that's what, that's a, really the value of, of what Scratch brings to the creative coding community. Very cool. So, so I got to say something
1: here. I mean, you know, yeah. like when I was in, when I was in high school and, We'll not talk about when that was, but that was a while ago. And uh, you know, there was this there was this class that I uh, took that uh, was run by this math teacher, and I learned a very, very important thing. It was called if then go to statements. And uh, and uh, um, if you wanted extra credit, you stayed after school and you went to these magazines that the teacher brought, and you just you start putting all this stuff into the computer, and eventually you get these games out of it. I also learned mm-hmm. a very important thing, that it doesn't exist if you don't push save. And, uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> but with that being said, um, mm-hmm. when we talk about creativity, um, you know, a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we're, I mean, what, are, what is it that we're really talking about here? I mean, because mm-hmm. in those cases, all I was doing was I was copying somebody else's work and I put mm-hmm. it in, and that yeah. was not exciting. And it did not ask That's me not to do exciting. anything oh. except stay awake and copy it exactly like you <laughs> saw it, right? <laughs> What is? I mean, what is? Why is that so important? The creativity. What are we talking about here?
0: But for creativity, for us, is is uh, it can be in multiple ways. I think in multiple different contexts. Um, right. There's creativity in skateboarding is one thing. Right. I think for for us, creativity with coding and is is, is what we kind of see as creative expression. How do you express yourself um, uh, through the through use through tools? And so um, Scratch enables students to create projects that, that express their idea. And and part of that is going beyond um, those technical skills, but really how to learn how to use your coding to bring your ideas to life. And so um, I think part of that is like, I have some an idea. I have something. Maybe it's not fully um, thought of, but how can I begin um, building on that and, and exploring that? And I think that's where creative coding and creative expression comes in, is that I and then try it out and realize oh that's not really what i wanted to do but i learned that this is probably this is a challenge right here this is more valuable and so um i believe that's and so that leads into the power of like i can create um and and i think that's probably one of the first pieces of, of creativity right is is um as i can use this medium for creating something and and that thing that i create is is something that i'm passionate about that that is being creative i think creativity also means um connecting with others and realizing like oh like i can build off your ideas and and create more out of those um be creative in how i bring those i can give um give you credit give you a shout out um you know send you some love for allow for for pushing us to to continue to reuse and and remix our ideas and and i think that another piece of of that is also um uh, being able to deepen your understanding of um, of ideas across a curriculum, and so maybe I'm studying um, um, math and or language arts or history or science, and now I can explore um, what that topic is and be creative. and And so, an example is I, I see a lot of water cycles um, on 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 projects, and so sometimes Scratch is attached to a water cycle, and kids can then create a a demonstration of what a diorama of a water cycle is. And so, um, but I had, I saw another student the other day, a young person um, talk about the water cycle from a water's perspective, Um, right? And so what would the water say to the cloud? As it's falling, what would that look like? You know, and I think that's what um, Scratch allows you to do is not just go with that same, perhaps that same diorama, but think about what's a different perspective, whether it be the perspective of a water or whether it's the perspective of another user um, you know, thinking about how I'm going to make the other person feel, um, in this, in, in, in what I create. That's that's awesome. And, it, and I, I gotta ask this. So you started
1: talking about this. I mean, you talk about the water cycles and stuff like that. Can, yeah. can you share a couple of the other unique type ones that you're, you're seeing or the, the types of things mm-hmm. that they're doing? I mean, are we, um, you know, are we, what types of stuff are they doing? What are they making?
0: Um, yeah, it could range from, um, art, creative art, um, I had a uh, um, one of my favorite projects is um, a, a scratcher um, who uh, brought in uh, still shots um, from uh, a childish Gambinos. This is America put in those screenshots and those visuals and then animated them um, throughout with the music. And I just loved it because they spent so much work in getting the timing right and essentially choreographed a dance um, in in Scratch. And, and so it's, it's incredible work that, that they do. Um, and so sometimes art is like, could be that entry point for, for coding. And it could be, oh, I, I love art. And now I, I see the value of coding and how it can enhance my art. It can enhance my my design. Um, I see, of course, all our great games. We have some, um, professional gamers, um, professional game developers who come to Scratch um, community and Build out their uh, games that they want to do, and, and and part of that is they can use other languages. They can use like more. Um, they can use another language, another platform to create their game. Um, but they come back and then they create that game on uh, in Scratch, so they can share with others. Um, others can play it, and and they see the value of um, of the coding editor. And so uh, in that case, Scratch is in many cases, Scratch is not just introductory um, language to computer science, um, but in that way, it it pushes um, even game developers to think about the power of sharing with others and building with others um, as well. And so a lot of that, well that leads to is, is being, um, for young people to develop fluency through exploration and experience. Um, so I can make something, but I can also um, develop my skills in, in trying a little bit out, out, trying a little bit out as I go, sharing with, with others. Getting feedback is is not easy. And so getting feedback and it into your project is another skill set as well. Um, and so that's a, that's a lot of the project like I could go on. Obviously I get really excited about the spread projects that I see on the online community.
1: Ah, that's cool. I appreciate you sharing. Cause that's, that's the neat, that's so neat because what you're talking about, cause just a note and I hopefully, uh, this is, uh, doesn't make a lot of, uh, um, computer art people angry, but you know, you don't think about a lot of, a lot of people would not think that art is going of art, artsy person is going to fit with a technology computer oh, person, yeah. oh, right? yeah. and it's cool. You just described a whole bunch of different ways the yeah. way they, they fit together. So I love that. And, you know, and it's, it, so one one of the things I got to ask you is, you know, how can educators encourage creative learning, especially creative coding in their classroom? And I mean, how can they take this into their, into their
0: classroom? Yeah, so they can implement um, easy-to-use tools such as our tutorials and, and classroom support resources um, such as Scratch. Scratch Junior is also in a pro- product for younger ages, um, and so it, it kind of is identifying what um, what they're looking to do. Um, they can explore ways to combine their own images, words, and sounds into online projects. Um, students can expand their ability to give voice to those ideas, and so perhaps it's um, IMS – uh, I want to connect with my art teacher. I want to connect with my music teacher and some of the stuff they're doing there, do some recordings, capture some videos and then bring them in to the work. So it's relevant. Um, it's excited. Uh, it's exciting way to kind of think of that new medium as a form of expression um and so we have uh, also give uh scratch ed meet um, scratch educator meetups um, our opportunity for educators to come through come together in an online space or in person and, and share their ideas um build their own agenda get um support and do things alongside others and so i that's what i encourage i think educators the most it's it's really um it's difficult to do things on your own um <laughs> you know and it's uh and it, and it kind of sucks when you're doing something just on your but you're the only one doing it there. And so I encourage other uh, I encourage educators to find someone else at your school who you want to uh, work with, someone you want to collaborate with, um, uh, someone you want to learn with. Maybe uh, they're not an educator, but someone that you can laugh with. You know, a lot of, um, uh, I love it. I think one of my favorite um like signals that that things are going well is when, when students start making jokes about code. You know, I hear um, sometimes students say, oh, I'm, I'm stuck in a forever loop. And it's just like, that's funny because like you wouldn't, if you knew what a forever loop was, then you'd crack, crack up. So we're now we're <laughs> using... Um, now we're developing that fluency of a language for as a form of expression that is no longer just about coding, but I can give you a joke and make you laugh um, based off of that. That's, that's really awesome. And so I think seeing computing as, as not just a concept, but as a, um, as a fluency, I think is what I, what I urge a lot of educators to think about.
1: That's very cool. You know, one of the things that, uh, um, you know, you just, you need that environment in which uh, kids are encouraged to expand and try just like you were talking about with the skateboard. You know, hey, there's some stairs with a railing over there. I think <laughs> I'm going to have to try that. And yeah. uh, um, that, how tall is that rooftop, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I, when
0: I, I actually wanted to be an architect um, initially growing up. And part of that is so I can create like skate parks inside nice. places throughout the, the community um, and build that. In. And in a way, um, I kind of feel like I am sometimes, you know, I'm an architect in this online community and creating playgrounds for scratchers, um, yeah, young people to come in and, and play and, and be creative and, and learn with others, you know? So in a way I feel like that's how I um, kind of sometimes see it. Uh, that's cool. I can see it. I definitely see how it works. Cause that's, that's,
1: <laughs> you know, it's a, it's an awesome thing because a lot of times, and especially like you were talking about, I mean, with the being connected with others and so forth and mm-hmm. uh, uh, being able to share people who might be, um, thinking even if they're not thinking in the same direction you are that's the power of that coming together which you know goes beyond uh, um, it, it's just that encouragement needed and so um, it helps uh, in uh, bringing these um, these opportunities to all um, people um, to all young people to everyone um, can you talk a little bit about uh, encouraging uh, I mean just wherever you are as a teacher as an educator you know about uh, um, introducing this to to kids who may not have had access before, or something like this.
0: Yeah, and I think part of that first step is um, we have like media is just everywhere, and and so it's really easy to consume media. And I think part of that change is how do we then become creators of that media? So taking. Uh, Shifting that power from consumers to creators is that piece and is that first step. I think what comes along with that is also the form of self-expression and collaboration, which we we talked about in in sharing in a safe space online, in the scratch online community, interacting, collaborating with others. But I think that equity and computational fluency, um, they refer to is that we feel that all students, all young people should have access to computational fluency as, as a lit, and we see it as a literacy, right? If, um, there, there's benefits to developing your literacy skills, your form of expression, you know, um, identifying perhaps what that, that, that emotion is and, and, and expressing it to others. And I think it's that same way with, with fluency, with, especially with so much digital projects is, and so it's not just a learning about computing concepts, but it's also about how do those concepts connect to other parts of of my own life of of my own interest with others and so um and and so you may not become a professional skateboarder but you maybe have a great idea for a brand and you you're gonna have to create an online space and, and for that and so it's valuing um computing and being able to talk to a developer and and being able to share what your ideas are whether it be a website whether it be an app that you're looking to make, in, or or um, in, a digital experience, and so I think for for educators, I think that's that means teaching empathy, um, and this idea that anyone um, could learn to code, but not everyone can express themselves through code. And so, I can you can do a step by step program, like you said. Um, And then create a project, but um, that project, but you, how did did you, what part of your, what part of you is in that project, I think is what's more challenging. And so how did you express yourself through that code and how will other people feel when they see the projects you create? And so a step-by-step tutorial um uh, where the my project looks the same at the end um well may not do that right and so um I, I love our our tutorials because the tutorials they they get you started with just enough so you can turn it into something your own um you know and so make it your own and and uh, at the end of the tutorial it shouldn't look that same way and a, a perfect example is the scratch cat the scratch cat has no name um, because we want you to delete the scratch cat and add your own um image end of there and so there's so many awesome ways in which the scratch team has really thought about how we can uh how we can create more opportunities for students to be creative in their work that's so awesome
1: you know because you know in the um in the late 70s 80s uh um, i i had this best friend who he was brilliant he was creative and um you know i like to think i was i'm creative and so forth but i was not on the level of him to give you an idea I mean, he went on to become a mechanical engineer and did all kinds of nice. stuff with with that stuff. But he was he was tinkering around with an AV, ATV from those days. All right, they're a lot a lot different than the ones today. And he was trying to put a reverse on it. All right, he was trying to make the it go in reverse, and uh, which he kind of learned that you you tend to end up on the ground a lot when you do that. But <laughs> um, but he was tinkering around with also taking uh, Legos and making a, a walker from the Star Wars universe. And today, you know, Lego makes all those things. And But it was cool because he was experimenting and everything he created always would fall over. But the point is, is that, you know, after a while when when your friend's doing all this stuff and you're going, dude, you are so far above what I'm thinking about. You know, I'm over here. <laughs> Wasn't that a funny Three Stooges show, you know? <laughs> and he's over here doing all this stuff. I, I got to come back to that community thing because that's got to be so helpful to kids and to adults to have, to be able to share um, in that. How, what does that actually look like? I mean, is it like a you go online and you chit chat with each other or is it actually a Zoom feature or is it a share your work type thing? What it, What's that look like?
0: Yeah, and so um, the value of the community and being able to share with others is that you can um, make projects with your own voice, but get ideas of what someone else has made, be inspired and, and find others who have share similar interests and then collectively um, either build off those ideas or, or share those um, your project with others who are also interested perhaps in, um, I don't know, uh, uh, dressing up cats or um, skateboarding, for example, right? When you share your project online, others can uh, give comments and, uh, and give feedback on how to improve your project. And so if I were to create my project and not share it with others, I want to know what someone else did or, or what the user encountered. And so getting that user feedback is extremely important. I think it's just not for, for coders. That's for any field, like authors and um, and makers throughout the world um, and, and engineers and, and artists. Getting feedback on that work is extremely is, is important. It's what builds us is what pushes us to become better and learn as our, our, ourselves. And so that's what the value of community and, and building alongside with others can have. And, and in my work in the past, I've seen scratchers where they um, – they're in one room and they have um and uh they don't have access uh, or they're sharing projects within that room and so those ideas are kind of confined within that room perhaps they uh, they're bringing in ideas of something a, a video or someone else they saw but they're not sharing um their work and then i've seen other places where um uh, they're using the online community and, and remixing other ideas and so getting someone else's project and applying it and adapting to your own is, is really difficult right there's one thing about perhaps like um uh creating your own car um and designing it and from uh uh from just raw material to being a mechanic and identifying a problem and perhaps combining different parts of cars. Those are really skill, those are really difficult things to do. Being able to reuse someone else's um ideas and code. And and so sometimes it's not it's scratchers not saying like, oh I just borrowed that piece of code, but it's also I borrowed perhaps a code or an idea or something or a feeling that this project had and I'm giving him a shout out. I'm giving him a reference. And so just the same way that we cite um, our work when we're writing a paper, um, we can also do that through coding. We can also cite and give shout outs to others um, on work whose work that we built on.
1: That's so cool. The, uh, you know, can you tell me what your, your age, the ages of kids are that, I mean, do you, do you have certain ages in which you have to start or, I mean, what, what, what's your target audience right there?
0: the target audience um, for scratch junior is five to seven um year olds and then for um scratch is uh eight and and up and so we see it used in in computer science um um, uh, computer science first year computer science courses and at universities or undergraduate programs and so it's used they can use that different way but also that those creative learning experiences so maybe we're not using a, a digital um device maybe we're using um bottle cap. So we're using other blocks. We can ex- still explore the concepts of of creative learning, and so it can start at a very younger age, B&B, uh before five. I always love how the media lab and LKZ says, uh, "From K to Gray." Nice. You know, it's like the, <laughs> that. The, the sweet spot.
1: That's cool. That's that's awesome. I, so, how does a teacher, educator, student, family, how do they get started with Scratch? How, how do they get? Where's
0: Where's this? What do they do? Yeah, um, you can uh, Scratch online editor um, is free. You can download the app, the Scratch Junior app as well. Uh, you can go to scratch.mit.edu and uh, find, uh, um, uh, click the create button and, and get started. You don't even need an account to begin creating your project. If you want to save your project, you can, um, but you're not going to break anything. Go in there and and try out a tutorial. Um, start having fun, being playful is another element of the online community. I always like to. Encourage folks to search for projects that they like. So I, I like I love orcas, and so search for search orcas and see what others are doing um, around orcas. And so uh, play, play around, and and by playing I mean um, uh, experience what others have created, um, build on those ideas, and and iterate them. As um, so that's uh, encourage that. Also sign up for our newsletter, um, and so we can uh, you can keep informed on when Scratch Day and Scratch Conference is coming up. Uh, our YouTube channel houses a lot of um, awesome videos, how-to videos, um, which are different tutorials. Tutorials will walk you through. A how-to video may help you get unstuck or realize, oh, how do I? How did this person negotiate this challenge? We also have our Scratch conference, which is which includes about twelve different sessions on on um, using on what Scratch in practice looks like, as well as moving from Scratch from a tool to a philosophy. So that's also a great place. And and then last piece is probably Scratch educator meetups. These are groups throughout the world where um, you can meet other educators and and just uh, come through, ask questions, um, uh, study something that you want to learn more about, or um, help someone else out
1: that is so cool. Uh and and, and I got to say this. It sounds like uh cuz you keep using the term scratcher and so I got I got to <laughs> know if that's a uh that's that sounds like a title that they all want to make sure they share. So uh can, yeah, that's that's, that's just kind of cool. I don't <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah and that's just really meant for young people who are on the Scratch online community. I think part of that was well, it's not just young people. Sometimes it could mean different ages and and different experiences. And so um it can mean yeah, uh, and so sometimes scratcher is our term that we used for
1: that. Um, That's nice because I I could see I could earn some instant credibility if I um, start talking about scratch this and scratch that. Uh, <laughs> how, do, how do you know that, man? <laughs> Good stuff. So, uh, all right. So, Francisco, before, you know, we're getting ready to close, and uh, before we do that, could you let everyone know where they could connect and learn more?
0: Yeah. If um, uh, going to scratch.mit.edu, uh, if you want to learn more about our foundation, scratchfoundation.org. Uh, we are our own 501c3, and so that's a um, great place to learn about um, the organization itself, our team members, and, and what we're working on. You can also learn about the conference there and a lot of our work. And uh, and, and so, yes, there's going to be a lot of changes, a lot of work that we're um, doing the next year. And so those are um, scratchfoundation.org. is probably the best place to kind of see where the, all of that breaks out. Very cool. Well, I'll put that information
1: in the show notes so it's easy for people to find and uh, pull it up on their their mobile phones right there. They just go link, click that link Mm -hmm. and they're they're at the website. So good stuff. So uh, I got two last questions I like to ask my guest, Francisco. And the first one goes like this. Uh, Mm -hmm. When so much is going on that you become overwhelmed, what stops you from quitting? That's
0: a great question. My family, um, my family in in Mexico City, um, my family, they're new friends and family through the world. But I think my family, I think my specifically, um, there was a large, and there's still a large like maker movement and, and kind of that movement of of creating and exploring through doing. And my grandpa, who I referenced earlier, had a, a factory of making um, uh, furniture in, in Industria Mexicana Mueblera. And and, uh, and to me, he was just the first um, kind of creator, the first maker um, in my life where I realized like, oh, you can, make this incredible kitchen from just raw aluminum you know and it and just that my uh my grandpa's just love for music um i think uh, kind of is is really kind of stuck on me as his passion um, my grandma who signed who was the um the owner of it and signed all the paperwork and so seeing that there's different dimensions to running a business making things um and so i think they um, my grandparents, and I think it just always uh, just remind me to keep going, um, to try it out in a different way, um, to stop banging my head against the wall and realize how I can perhaps move that wall or how that wall is not necessary. And I think that they really, I think, stopped me from, um, I wouldn't just say just quitting, but from uh, keep on having fun um, in playing and iterating
1: I love that. That's awesome. That's cool stuff. I this, that is so powerful. Just uh, thank you so much. The uh, last question for you, Francisco. Do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it, and what would you say if given the chance to say thank you?
0: Elementary school teachers have always uh, were really influential. High school teachers were really influential. I think, but I think a, a pivot point um, in my career or just as, as a person would be. Um, um, uh, Marisela Marquez, who uh, from Santa Barbara, um, and uh, when she saw me uh, give that presentation on um, the science and physics behind hip hop music, um, her just asking me, where did this come from? Um, why uh, Why are you doing this? Like, this is incredible. Do you want to do more? Um, do you know there's a whole field of of um, educators, um, I think, helping me even realize, you know, you're a mentor. <laughs> do you know what that means? Um, do you know, uh, like, the power of um of uh getting something like deconstructing it and then reconstructing with your own um i just have to give her a shout out for um for just pushing me to um to ask questions about the world and i think just to um uh, make sense uh, yeah to make uh, uh, to begin to make sense of the world um through uh through like a, a a a very a different lens and so i give her a shout out for that um, she's doing she's doing amazing work at santa barbara not only within the school um, she also worked at, at as a, uh, um, on the board of a uh, community center. So I think blending those of like, um, teaching and learning doesn't just happen in schools. It happens elsewhere. It happens in community centers. It happens at home. Um, that goes beyond that. And I think I just give her a shout out for that. So cool. Thank you so much. Uh,
1: Francisco, this has been awesome talking with you. I mean, coding is awesome. And, uh, I just love this focus on creativity. Um, scratchfoundation.org, um, being a, um, doing scratch and scratch junior and, uh, being a scratcher would be something very cool to be able to say, Hey, I'm, I'm a scratcher, man. I like that. So, uh, yeah. good stuff. Uh, wishing you the very best in all you do. Likewise, scratch on. Hey, you have been listening to teaching, learning, leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams. Teaching, learning, leading K-12 is a member of the education podcast network. podcast for educators, podcast by educators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and host. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmaletto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome.